If you're new here this evening, please raise your hand. So we don't want to make it awkward for you, but please raise your hand. Okay? And those who are furniture of the house or the regulars, look around you. See the hands that are raised. Come and be brave. Hands up if you're here for the first time. Okay. So those of us who are regularly here, can I ask you to just turn around or to go to one or two of those people and just to say hello and ask them what their names are, please. Introduce yourself to them now because I know at the end, some of us might escape and not get to know the new faces. So welcome. Sorry for putting you on the spot. If you felt like I put you on the spot, I just do know that some people make the great escape before coming forward and actually introducing themselves. So, <laughs> so welcome. It's lovely to have you here this evening. Um, as Gideon has said, I'm going to be speaking um, from Habakkuk. So if I could ask you to please turn to Habakkuk 2 with me. Okay. Habakkuk 2 verse 1. And it says the following, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and, and what to answer and what answer I'm to give to this complaint. I'll read it again. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me. And what answer I am to give to this complaint. And my title for this evening is Positioned by Faith. Positioned by Faith. And it's interesting that Rafaro came up and Stephen and they had words about people having experienced a very difficult 2018. And we probably said that about 2017, 2016 and 2015, which is true. But as believers, we know that living a Christian life is not necessarily living a trouble-free life. Eh? But there's a question I have this evening for you, and it's this. If we talk about positioning ourselves for something, found the definition of that in the dictionary, and it says this. To put or arrange something or someone in a particular place or way, so synonyms, synonyms for that is to put or to place, to locate, situate, set, site, stand, station, which is read Habakkuk, if we're talking about positioning. How are you positioned right now in your thinking, in your emotions, in your feeling towards this year? Are you ready? I see some faces going down. I think mine should go down too. How are you positioned for 2019? Are you ready for the year? Do you feel like you're ready for the year? Do you feel like 2018 knocked you so hard that the wave Stephen was talking about, one wave still on top of your head, you're going, I don't know if I can come up on this to face 2019. I've got a word of encouragement for you this evening, and it's this feel like the Lord says this to us, and it's from Psalms 139, so it is from the Lord. <laughs> he says this in Psalms 139, verse 16. Your eyes saw my unformed body, and all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one 
of them came into being. So every day <laughs> prepared for 2019, God has seen them all. He has seen them all. He has known about them before the foundations of the earth, before you were formed in your mother's womb. He knew about 2019 and all the days you would live. And he says this about them, that it was written in his book before you even live one of them. And so can I encourage you this evening? You are ready for 2019. The only thing is this, how you position yourself for this year determines the outcome. And I'll explain that to you now. If Jesus, while you're in your mother's womb, knows all about 2019, knows all the days before you've lived out one of them, if he knows all of them, if he has seen them, then could it not be that as we position ourselves and fix our eyes on Jesus and focus on him, that we do what Habakkuk says he does. He says, I will station myself on a rampart. He positions himself. Do you know what a rampart is? It was those huge walls that protected the castles. It wasn't something low. It was a huge wall. It was a height. So he positioned himself on a height. Talks about perspective. If we can get God's perspective for 2019, because he's already seen it all, we can position ourselves in such a way that we will not be defeated by the year, but that we'd be victorious in this year. So Habakkuk says, he's a bit confused because he's, he's got the situation that he's dealing with, and God is wanting to come in a way to deal with the situation, and it's not the way that Habakkuk thought God would deal with it. It was about Judah's sins. And he thought, God, I'm thinking you're going to deal with a situation like this. But God goes, no, I'm going to do it this way, my way. In the scriptures, the Lord says, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. So here's my question to you tonight. What are your thoughts about 2019? Are they aligned with what he's thinking about for you for the year? Have you sat down and waited on the Lord and God, God and went, God, what is it you see in 2019 that I have to align myself with? Have you done that? Because then you're not ready. <laughs> if we have not done that, we're not ready. We are ready when we can say like Habakkuk, I wait, I stand, I station myself on the rampart, and I stand and I wait to see. Interesting, he doesn't say to wait to hear. He says, I wait to see what he will say to me and what response I am to give to this complaint. Have you waited on the Lord to hear what he has said about this year? If not, I've got a few things for you this evening that I think can help you position yourself by faith for the year 2019. And we all know what faith means. We love what faith means. And we all know the scripture that says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and I love this word, the evidence of things not seen. Yalla, the evidence of things not seen. God has seen it all. And if he tells you 
what to expect and how to position yourself this year for what he has already planned for you. It's the evidence of things not seen. The righteous walk by, by faith. And there's a call, there's an invitation to journey with the Lord by faith this year. There's a, um, there's a word over this house that will be released. Our senior pastor releases the theme of the year um, at the beginning of the year. And he's launching it next week. But I just thought about this as I prepared for this evening to say this to you. As we go into a time to step into the word which the Lord has over this house for the year, it is very difficult to receive that word without faith. Very difficult to receive that word without faith. We need faith to be able to receive that word and to respond obediently to the word the Lord has spoken over this house this year. And I think some of the flyers are already out on the seats and you'll see the word is be ready, but Pastor Louis is going to launch it next week. But we cannot receive words like that if we have not positioned ourselves by faith to year and to see what God is wanting to say to us. And so here's what I think is important in how we increase our faith as believers. I know it might sound simple and simplistic, and we go, oh, we, oh, we know these things. But can I tell you, it's the Christian basics that sustain our Christianity. It's not the complicated things. It's the things that little children even understand. That actually, remember the Lord says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed. Man, kids have faith as little as that. But it's the little things that make huge differences. And so I'm going to share three things tonight that I believe will increase our faith to position us for that which the Lord has already prepared for us in 2019 that we need to step into. So you can have your 2019. I heard something during worship about choice being made. We choose to follow. We choose to, you were sending us, we choose to follow. There was something about choosing in the worship. And so you've got a choice this evening. Your 2019 or God's 2019. But can I tell you this? I can guarantee you 100%, and you can take this check to the bank, that if you choose God's 2019, you will be at the best place ever at the end of the year. I'm going to tell you now, you will not be overcome by the things of 2019. You will overcome because the God that is inside of you is bigger than the God of this world or the lords of this world. He is bigger. And if he's already seen 2019, if you position yourself with him, you are sure not to sink, as Stephen has said with Peter. But your eyes are on him, and you'll be doing miracles through Jesus in your own life this year with him. So you've got a choice, my 2019 or God's 2019. But it calls to be positioned by faith. So how do we do that? And I'd like to share the first thing that I think is very important in how we position ourselves by faith for 2019. And the first one is this, spending time in the Word. I want to say yalla again, but I think I'm going to get a few laughs. Yalla. <laughs> spending time in the Word. 
spending time in the Word. The Word is living and active. It is alive. The Word is alive. Jesus was the Word that became flesh. Jesus was the Word that died on the cross for us, that reconciled us to the Father, and that is living and seated at the right hand of the Father. Now tell me that does not encourage you this evening. Jesus is alive. He is alive and well, and He is the Word because the Word became flesh. And the more time we spend in the Word is the more time we spend with Jesus. And who doesn't want more of Jesus? Because Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords, and there is no one greater. We sang that. He has no rival. He has no equal. We sang that. And so it's very important this year to position ourselves with spending more time in the Word. In James 1, um, let me go back one. In Romans 10 verse 17, it says the following. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You want to increase your faith? We cannot receive what God has for us without faith. The same salvation you have now came by faith. The Christian life you're living now is by faith. And so if you want to position yourself, it needs to be by faith. And how do we increase our faith? The Word. It might sound simple, but the Word is of utmost importance I love the way James 1, verse 22 to 25 says, if you want to turn with me there, James 1, verse 22 to 25, I'm reading from the message version, and it says this, don't fool yourselves into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but, letting the word go in one ear and out the other, act on what you hear, those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror walk away, and two minutes later have no idea who they are or what they look like. But whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, the free life, even out of the corner of his eye and sticks with it, is no distracted scatterbrain, but a man or woman of action. That person will find delight and affirmation in the action. What is that saying? That we must, so there's two things under spending time in the Word. The first one is this, that we hear the Word. We read the Word, we take it in, we study the Word. The second one is this, very important. It's nothing that you just read the Word and spend time in the Word, but then you live a crazy life that's not in line with the Word. So two things, spending time in the Word, studying the Word of God, and doing the Word of God. Want to position yourself for 2019 and what God has for you? Spend time in His Word and do His Word. Do what it says. Do what it says. He knows better. His ways are higher. His ways are better. If He says, love your brother this year. If He says, forgive those who persecute you this year. Do it. It might be hard in the moment, but it can only be to your best interest. And God says, my plans are to prosper you, not to harm you. My plans are to give you a hope and a future. So if 2018 was a year of just reading the word, can I challenge you that this is the year where you read the word and you do the word? Okay. 
next point that I think is very important in positioning us. It might sound simple again, but it's prayer. So very important, prayer. Prayer is communing with God. It's talking to God. It removes the scales from our eyes and aligns us to God's purposes. I've got two examples for you. And we, as you've seen an announcement um, from the 13th, from next week Sunday, we launching in this local body is our week of prayer and fasting. And I'd like to invite you, if you have not done that with us, to please come and join us in our week of prayer and fasting where we set time aside to really focus on the Lord, to really hear what it is that He is saying to us individually and corporately. And here's the thing for me, two examples. Habakkuk, once again, so confused. He's going, God, I didn't think you were going to pitch up like this. This is what I thought you are going to do with the situation. God goes, but this is what I'm going to do. Habakkuk has to align with God's will. God's not aligning with Habakkuk's will. Hello. This year, God's not aligning with your will. You've got free will. Don't get that wrong. But God's not submitting to your will. You've got to align with his will. And what I love about the Lord is he does not force us into anything. <laughs> but if you pick up one end of the stick, you better be sure that the other end of the stick is coming with you. So be careful which stick you pick up. May it be the stick that the Lord has for you. Because if it's not God's will and you step into something this year that is your own good idea, you're going to have to pay the price that, with everything that comes with that. Okay. An example for me of prayer and how prayer aligns us is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. This is Jesus before he goes and fulfills the greatest purpose he came to earth for, to die on the cross for us, to reconcile us to Father God. This is Jesus praying, and he says to Father God, God, take this cup away from me. Hello? This is Jesus, Son of God, God in the flesh. He says, take this cup away from me. Yet in the very same praying, he says, but not my will, but yours be done. And what happens next? Jesus dies on the cross for us. How crucial is prayer? Prayer helps us to surrender what we want for what God wants. So important. So in, but we can't do that if we're not talking to God, if we're not spending time with Him. If Jesus had to pray and surrender before He went to the cross for us, who do we think we are not to pray and surrender before stepping into things God has for us? We cannot do it on our own. We cannot do it without God. And so can I say this? The example of Jesus is the greatest example for me. That prayer is of utmost importance because it's surrendering ourselves to the will of God. And there's many examples in the scriptures of men and women that prayed and surrendered. Mary was one of them. Mary, mother of Jesus, here she is, angels coming to her, telling her she's going to have a baby. She's going to be looked on by society, yet she, said, she has this conversation with the angel, and she says, let it be done unto me according to his word. Surrender, surrender. Billy Graham has a, a lovely quote, and it says the following. Have you ever said, 
Well, all we can do now is pray. When we come to the end of ourselves, we come to the beginning of God. Okay, so maybe your 2018 that was so hard was you having to come to the end of yourself so that 2019 can be a God year for you. Okay, so an invitation, our flyers are on the seats. You're welcome to join us for our week of prayer and fasting that will be launched next week, Sunday. The third one that I also believe is important, so I've spoken about the Word, not just reading the Word, but reading the Word, studying the Word, and doing the Word, okay? Then I've spoken about prayer. It's so important, very important to position ourselves and align ourselves with that which the Lord has for us. Number three is community. Sounds simple, eh? These simple things are bricks in the spirit that you build on. Community. Why do I say community? Community does help increase your faith. And I'm going to give you an example of that from the scriptures. Luke 5. Turn with me to Luke 5, verse 18 to 25. Okay? It's the healing of the paralyzed man. And it says the following. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. Whose faith did Jesus see that healed the paralyzed man? Was was it his? No, it was his friends. This guy could not even get himself to Jesus. He couldn't. And here he has friends that have faith for him and position him. By putting him down a roof and making a scene, yella, the houses weren't like ours where it comes out, you know, helicopter lands and it's all nice. It was not like that. It was probably a mud house and when you broke through the roof, it made a scene. Mess everywhere. But these guys had so much faith that Jesus was going to heal their friend that they positioned their friend in front of Jesus. And Jesus sees their faith and he says, son, Your sins are healed. If that does not give you an example of community and how important community is in increasing our faith, and you probably got examples in your own life where there were times where you just went, yes, I'm trusting God and I'm trusting God, but he's not coming through. And those that were believing with you just kept on pushing in. And because of them, you got what you were praying for. I've got an example of that. I know you saw the advertisement for Year of Your Life. That's starting on the 26th, so you're welcome. If you're in matric or just finished matric, considering what you're going to do with this year, maybe pray about that too, because there's an opportunity to do Year of Your Life, and I did Year of Your Life. But uh, I've got a testimony in terms of community, and it's this. Even the community of family and believers as a family. In my second year of Year of Your Life, I was a Year of Your Life leader, 
And I remember my family had financial challenges. Um, my dad couldn't pay for my second term fees. And I remember I got a letter from the principal saying, you cannot return for the second term until your fees are paid up. And I went home in the holidays and I was very disappointed and I just thought, how am I gonna go back? I don't have any money to go back. And my mom said to me, as it was going cl in closer to the end of the holidays and I had to go back, um, she just said, I want you to go back. And I looked at her and I said, Ma, but I didn't pay my fees up. And she looked at me and she said, trust God. And I thought, huh? <laughs> come now, come now. They want to see money. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> they want to see their money. How can I pitch up a year of your life not having paid my fees and then get sent back home? That's more embarrassing. Let me just stay at home. And she looked at me and she said, you've got to go back tomorrow. Go back and trust the Lord. And I thought, Ma, I had tears in my eyes. I didn't want to do this thing. And the next morning I woke up and yellow because I loved my mother. I obeyed her. And I drove all the way to Pretoria with my dad, but crying because I thought I was going to make such a fool of myself because we didn't have money to pay. But she believed because the Lord had spoken to her. And in that week, we had what was called a year of your life function where you have a theme and you dress up. And I remember it was something around princesses and princes out of the animation. And we were all attending it on the Friday. So now we arrive the Monday. I haven't paid my fees, but I'm there. And I'm staying far away from the principal's office so that he doesn't see I'm actually there. And we have this function. And I dress up and I'm all there. I'm not even thinking about fees anymore because the function's so amazing. And our senior leaders and pastors were invited to that function. And one pastor, look at positioning now. If I was not there, this would not have happened. One senior pastor saw me and asked someone, who is that girl? There's something about her. The Lord's speaking to me about her. And he gave my name to the pastor. And within a week, that pastor had paid up my fees. Because the person that spoke to the pastor said she, she's actually not supposed to be here. She actually has to leave because her fees aren't paid up. But somehow, positioning, somehow, me being there, this person, God highlighted me to this person and made a way for me. And today, I'm still here. <laughs> so when we obey the Lord, even through community and increase our faith through community, my mom believed I didn't. <laughs> I even cried. I thought she's making a fool of me and she had so much faith. But I'm here because God wanted me here this evening to speak to you. Had I not been there, I don't know where I'd be. But the Lord made a way. And so it's very, very important how we position ourselves for 2019. Three things. Spending time in the word. Spending time in prayer. And investing in community. And if I want to encourage you this evening, if you're not a part of a community, I want to invite you to become a part of a community and to ask the Lord where you should make a home, where he's calling you to belong, because we cannot journey on our own. We weren't made to journey on our own. We were made to journey together so that when one is weak, the other can be strong. 
Ecclesiastic speaks about a strand of three cords cannot be broken. Hey, two are better than one. And so to ask the Lord even this year, Lord, where do you want me to fellowship if you're visiting tonight? Maybe this is your home. Then you're welcome to come and talk to one of us. But to really encouraging you, to encourage you, it's very important that this is a year that the Lord's plans for you um, come about by you positioning yourself to receive those things by faith. And so can I say, as I close, not going to take much more of your time, but can I say this? If you haven't positioned yourself, number one, by first being a child of God, we would love to pray with you this evening. We really would. If you're going, yes, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not even a child of God. I haven't even given my life to God. Where else am I going to? Tonight is that night. And if you want someone to come and pray with you, I'd like to invite you forward to come at the end of the service, and we will gladly pray with you to receive Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life. And if you're looking at these three things and you're going, Yo, I don't know how I'm going to do that, you're welcome to come forward too, and we will pray for you that God will strengthen you to be able to be positioned by faith for that which he has for you in 2019. So I end off with this. How will you be positioned in 2019? Because where you position yourself is going to take you to places that you want to go to or don't want to go to. In the Lord or not in the Lord. But the choice is yours. What I love about the Lord is he gives you the choice. But you're going to live with that choice. And so can I invite all of us to stand and I'm going to pray a, a blanket prayer. But I really want to invite you, if you haven't given your heart to the Lord, to please let us pray for you in the, um, after the service. Thank you. Father, thank you that you have seen 2019. You know what awaits us. It does not take you by surprise because all our days were written in your book before one of them came into being. And so, Father, my prayer for every single family year this evening, every individual year this evening is this, that we will choose you. We will choose to align to your will. We will choose to position ourselves by faith, to hear and to see that which you will say to us and what you've already prepared for us in 2019. Father, we lay aside our own good ideas and we choose your 2019 for us because it is the best. I bless every person here this evening, Lord. For those who do not know you yet, pray for the courage and bravery to make the decision this evening to come forward and to receive you as the Lord and Savior of their lives. But I pray, Lord, that your will would be done in our hearts and lives this year and that you would ultimately be glorified by the positioning of our lives. And alignment to you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Travel safely. And if you want you and like to get to know us better, you're welcome to come forward as Gideon has said. But I would like to invite the leaders forward to please come and pray for those who would like to get prayed for. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. God bless.